the show, the eternal show. We're never gonna die. We're no, gonna no. live forever. We're never gonna die. We're never gonna die, but you're gonna die. Eventually. Because that's the eternal life that we have. It's not really eternal, but we're all gonna die. So spread your seed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Affable idiots. So very affable. Such much idiota. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stupid. Oh, I missed you guys. We didn't record last week, but you had an episode because we, we had one in the bank. Do you are you got a stuffy nose right now? Are you got a stuffy nose? Is what I just said. Me? Yeah, we know what you meant. A little bit. Again, again we know what you meant. I'm a little bit stuffy, and my hor- my voice is hoarse. I'm fighting a, I'm fighting the black lung. No, your horse sounds like a person still. My horse. My horse. Your voice sounds like a person still. <laughs> We're killing it this episode so far. Hashtag. <laughs> Your horse sounds like a person. Your horse, you like talk to him like Doctor Doolittle, just like a person. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. I don't get ready. I stay ready. Nice, nice. I'm nice. touching my my microphone because there we go. I had to update or fix the volume level. It was absurd. The that, that's going to be fun to edit at the beginning of yeah. this, but it's fixed. <laughs> it's down now. Yay! <laughs> Uh, There was a time in our life, the life that Chad Michael Ennis and I share uh, as one life, when we couldn't get. Out of our heads, and we could not, for the life of us, remember what it was from. And then, like three years later, I remembered we couldn't figure it out, and it was National Geographic. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it probably took you a long time to figure it out because who watches National Geographic? Ever? Right? Everybody. I don't pay for cable. Everybody. But it'll be on Disney Plus, and I'm paying for that. Everybody. Oh. Everybody wants to be a cat. I was just about to sing that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, we've got. Two funsies for you, kitty cats. Tonight, I couldn't decide what I wanted to say, so I went with kitty cats. Very good, very good. We're going to start this show off talking about George Lucas and Disney <laughs> and how we feel about Disney's Star Wars versus George Lucas's Star Wars before he sold out and sold to Disney. That was a thing, Ooh. right? Is that yeah. a hot take? Is that a hot, hot take? It's a hot, that it's a hot take that George Lucas <laughs> sold Star Wars to Disney. Hot take. That's a hot fact right there. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. George Lucas sold to Disney. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. I was born once. Just, <laughs> just once. I did not call back up in there. Yeah. I mean, I can't, if I did, it's no longer an opinion. It's a fact. That's how You're facts right. are made. You crawl back inside. <laughs> it's only a fact uh, if you do it twice to confirm that it's real. Exactly. It's a double blind <laughs> study. Double blind. Stabbing both eyes. 
No, in the scientific pr- pr- process, one was the control and one was the actual experiment. That's it. One time you were born, yes. that's what being born looks like. Do it again. Okay, yep. But yep. then, that's still what being born looks like. But then you had to have both of your eyes stabbed out of your head <laughs> so that you can no. be. Yeah, because it had because to be, the most reliable du- studies are double blind. Yeah. Oh, that's a double blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that took me a second. Okay. <laughs> and then to make it a, a true double blind, you also have to put on a sleep mask. Yeah. So that's what like a, just a blind study is. You just have one eye covered. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Double blind, both eyes are yeah. covered. Yeah. When you gotcha. go to the eye doctor, you do multiple <laughs> blind, blind studies. studies. <laughs> just single blind studies by covering each eye and reading the chart. And two blind studies does not a double blind study make. Also, blind people, I mean, life's not that hard. I cover my left eye. I can still read the screen just fine right now. Now, <laughs> double blind people, they have life tough. <laughs> yeah, double blind is definitely the tougher. Yeah, oh, but that's God. not a condition you hear about a lot of the time. People are just like, "Oh, yeah, no? I'm legally blind." It's like, "Well, fucking good for you." You still can see in one eye, can't you? Right? Pirates did that all the time. Nobody wrote a book about them. Yeah, pirates. Uh, nobody wrote to be a book fair, about there pirates. There are lots of books written about pirates. Movies, <laughs> not Somalian pirates. I'm sure there are. <laughs> Captain I bet, Phillips. I bet there are tens of books. Tens there are of literally books. dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there are more books about specifically Somalian pirates than there are in all of the Star Wars Expanded Universe books. I'm willing to bet. Oh, are you talking about space pirates? Butt pirates? Spirates? <laughs> no. Space Pirates are in Metroid. It's not Star Wars. Is that a video game? Yes, yes. Metroid's a video game. I, also, I in Star Wars, Balto, they're in Ad Astra. What did you think Space about Pirates? that movie? I haven't seen it. I want to hear anything. I want to no. see it. I want to see it. I just want to know, is it fate. worth spending the money on in the theater? Uh, don't you have AMC A-List? No, I got rid of that. Oh, you stupid. Um, I, th- I enjoyed it a lot. It's very, very long. But nice. I enjoyed That's what it a she lot. said. She said that specifically <laughs> when looking at your top dick. Um, no, yeah, it's very it's very long, but it's a really great piece to watch Brad Pitt just be brilliant and uh, and it does have a, a great message about isolation. Nice. It's that so time. It's that time of year again when all movies are about space. Right. Because now we've got Lucy in the Sky as well, which is apparently not getting great reviews at all. I don't. Yeah, it has like a twenty percent. I don't even know if I know what that is. It's a, another space movie with one of those girls that looks like the other girl, or one oh, of those right. Natalie Portman and Prince uh, Princess Amidala, Queen Amidala. Yes, yes, yes. Padme and Queen Amidala. There we yes. go. We got there. It's another space movie with the girl who looks like the girl. I love that I said it's the girl Phantom that looks Menace. like the other girl, and you knew what I was talking about. Wait, is that really it? <laughs> yes. No way. <laughs> it's Natalie Portman. It's Natalie Portman. <laughs> Yeah. I should have just pulled that out of my ass. Nope. That's it. We are the same person. <laughs> same person. Different <laughs> bodies. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Oh, that's good. Speaking of person, nobody knows who we are because we never, we just giggled past introductions. Oh, right. Oh, right. I need um, my AKAs. I need my AKAs. AKA. My name's Jesse Neal, AKA Queen Amygdala. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, we've got Chad Michael Ennis, a.k.a. 
Queen Amoopaboo. No, that's not, good, that's not good. very, I'm not feeling it, but I'm sticking with it. We're all so, so tie-tie today. Your Queen Amoopaboo, whatever that Amoo-ba-boo. is. Amoopaboo. And over here, we've got Holding It In with Holden DePardo. Sorry, it's Holden DePardo. Y'all know him. He's our friend. On my birth certificate, it does actually have it sung out. Yeah. It's italicized my birth certificate. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a little eighth note at the end to indicate music. (laughs) He's our friend. We all know him. He's in from out of town. Just kidding. He's at home. A.K.A. (laughs) Queen Bonobo Monkey. I'm a proud bonobo monkey in Milwaukee right now. (laughs) You're a proud bonobo monkey. What's this voice? (laughs) Anyways, we're going to talk about George Lucas and his cell. The Louisiana Purchase of Star Wars. I was thinking jail cell too. I'm like, I don't know. $4.2 billion. That's pretty freeing. Um, Yeah. So, Bob Iger... Bob Iger, Bob Iger, who is the CEO of Disney, wrote a book about his 15 years experience being the CEO of Disney. And in it, he talked about the George Lucas Star Wars sale and basically said as much as George Lucas felt betrayed and that they did not live up to their promises during the negotiations. I'll cut to this really quickly because I wanted to talk more about our thoughts on the new Star Wars movies. But basically what happened is... George Lucas was supposed to be a consultant for Star Wars. They're going to be reaching out to him. What are you doing, Chad? My microphone just went limp all of a sudden. <laughs> I had to give us oh, some Viagra. Okay. I thought you were like trying to check your watch like off of the camera. <laughs> no. like, like... I was tightening it. Uh, yeah, so George Lucas was supposed to be a consultant on the new Star Wars movies. He handed over all of his uh, like outlines for 7, 8, and 9, and like lore notes he had made, stuff like that. And there's interviews... Like public interviews with Kathleen Kennedy, who's kind of head Star Wars at Disney, and George Lucas, where she says, oh, we're going to honor these stories that George is passing over to us, yada, 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 and they threw them out, didn't use them. George Lucas was very upset that Force Awakens was a retro movie. He didn't like, apparently, what they did with The Last Jedi either. Um, So he's he's pretty upset. And I'd be upset, too. Like, my baby, you know, like was sent off to someone else, and they did something I didn't want with it. But... Allegedly, he did help out in episode nine, so maybe it got better. Who knows? We'll find out. I have opinions, but I just you have opinions. So Show me your opinions. That's, that's basically all. That's basically all I had to say about the build-up or the setup to the our discussion. I do not feel bad for George Lucas. He did nope, not have to sell it. He sold it for how much? If it's his baby and he really, really cared that much, why'd he sell it? He didn't need to. I, and I'm not because... judging him for selling it at all. Like I don't like, like whatever. But, like, I don't feel bad for him. I, 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 I'm going to contest that because, yeah, he made a lot of money. He totally made a lot of money. Definitely not going to challenge that one. But he knew he had to hand off Star Wars at some point if he wanted it to continue past his life. And it wouldn't be better to do it when you're still alive and kind of help, like, nudge it in the direction you want to put it in? No. That's like that's like no. a, letting your child. Not in my opinion. Sorry. Like, no, Holden, you are very wrong. <laughs> no. Um, that, that's like uh, getting a divorce and sending your partner. Like oh, I'm going to die someday, so let's just go ahead and get divorced, and you go ahead and get remarried, so I can see you off. I I, I think it's I think it's a little bit differently. Like he created Star Wars. It's his baby. 
when your baby turns 18, you're not like, all right, fuck off, like, get out of my face if you love your baby. A lot of families are. So a lot of families are. A lot but of families, if you're baby. gay, you get kicked out at like 13 and you're abandoned, so. Yeah, but that's not what happened with Star Wars. Well, do we know Star Wars, Star Wars is a sexual preference? It's, it's like. <laughs> 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 it's like passing your daughter off to get married to the groom and then finding out the groom is a fucking dick to your daughter. Well, he, let's be fair. He sold to Disney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it was a good choice. He sold, it's like he to sold... The, the biggest dick to your daughter. Can, I was going to say, it's I, like he sold his daughter off. Journey? Or not sold his daughter, but handed his daughter off to Dennis from 30 Rock. <laughs> I'm a five-star man. <laughs> can, I, can I take you on a short journey? Yes. I'm not yes, going to spoil Jeff, anything, but the movie Farewell came out this year. The Farewell. About I heard that was really a good. Gra- it was a fantastic movie. A grandmother who has cancer... And the whole family decides not to tell her she has cancer. But they all gather and support her. And they have this wonderful celebration. They pretend that one of the family members is getting married. Just so they have an excuse for everyone to see her before she dies. But they're not going to tell her she's dying. Um, George Lucas. His cancer was just him going senile. And destroying the franchise that he had created (laughs) way back when. He made three really great movies. And then he went back and he started from episode one and just started tanking the series. He, he lost complete sanity. He had a mental illness that was just completely destroying everything he had created. And then he went back and ruined the other ones with terrible CGI and re-releasing them with, like, recutting them when they didn't need to be recut. And he was just tanking it on purpose. So Disney's like, listen, George... <laughs> you have us quote unquote. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. No, no, no. You're not dying. You don't have quote unquote cancer. You're great. Your stories are. No, no. Yeah. Tell, tell me the outlines. I'll go ahead and use them. But in reality, they're taking it and they're like, you're dying of cancer very soon. At least your baby is. Your brain. Your Star Wars baby brain. <laughs> Star Wars baby brain. <laughs> Yeah, his baby brain. <laughs> and once you're dead, we're going to revitalize this franchise and make it worth everything that it was supposed to be worth ever since you made the original trilogy. And that's it. That was my very loose I, metaphor between George Lucas and a dying grandmother of cancer. I like your metaphor. <clears throat> and I don't actually agree with the metaphor I'm about to lay out here. You don't agree with this. the metaphor. <laughs> I'm going to make the point that I don't agree with. No, 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 no. Let me, let me say this. But a lot of people feel this way. It's your idea, but the family that, like, told the grandma like hey we have this wedding going on yada yada it was also just a family of old c9 people who didn't really know what they were doing either the kids getting well, married were 16 and 17 or something like that also but i know but fair, in this new analogy they're just an older also <laughs> senile group who has cancer saying, saying oh we don't want to tell her Iger and cancer. disney has cancer so also, i'm saying that some MCU people would say they are messing disney up the Plus? star wars also, nobody I've, made George Lucas sell. He is a straight, I think, white man. That part I know. And nobody made him do anything. He, he is straight. He has a wife. Know, well, he has a yeah. wife. It could Miss be a beard. Under, you're underestimating the power of Mickey Mouse. No, I think... He's a vicious mouse. <laughs> he is vicious. He's very vicious. And he's, and he's historically very racist. <laughs> Have you seen the old movies? Anyways, um... I understand that he's upset 
because he didn't get to be involved in the way that he had been told he would be. And if that was in the contract and whatnot, then that's a huge violation, I think. Uh, and so that's valid. That's a valid thing to be upset about um, and to be unhappy about. But at the same time, he didn't sell it so far as I know because he's getting old. Is that why he chose to sell it when he chose to sell it? Or did he just sell he's, it? He's, he said that he wanted, he knew that Star Wars was going to have to be handed off at some point. That just like an acknowledgement that he's feels like he'd be better off in fresher hands. It just, it sounds, that just to me, and I don't know, maybe I'm just cynical. That sounds to me like a, eh, people want to want this. I don't really want to do this, but I still want to be involved because it's my idea. The money would be good. I'll probably die eventually pending some scientific miracle. Ah. Uh, Okay. Chinese cancer. Yeah, I'm, I, so I don't want to paint him too a brush, though, Disney. because he he apparently gave a lot of that money to the employees at Lucasfilms. Well, then that's great. I, I, well, I great, they like... should get paid. <laughs> <laughs> They're Jeez, doing work. Like beyond their payment, there's like a bonuses, basically. Well, that's like, good. Huge for sexual payouts. favors, that's against the law <laughs> and sinful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. no, well, that I like, but I mean, like, I just. Disney is like the biggest corporation ever. And they're making so many brilliant moves. I I just think that, I don't know. I just, I understand and I can empathize. Like I get why he's upset, but I I kind of feel like too bad, so sad, sort of. Yeah. That's just, and maybe that's harsh. I don't know. But like, and I know a lot of the diehard fans perhaps don't like these newer movies, but you sold to Disney. Disney does a very specific type of thing. George Lucas did a very specific, like, I, th- I think if he wanted it to be more what he wanted it to be, maybe he should have sold it to somebody else. I know, and then maybe he wouldn't have made as much money, yada, yada, yada. But, like, I don't know. I'm just like... I- I, I can't say that I don't think it was a good decision to sell to Disney because I don't know all the de- the specifics of the deals and all the back end stuff. But like, Disney is known for you know Disney. Hell, Disney owns Coca Cola, don't they? Like, my goodness, no, <laughs> freaking everything. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just like don't feel bad for him. I guess. Nope. I don't feel bad for him for the financial stuff. He sold it. He understood what was happening whenever he gave it away. That's like, it's ultimately not his. And yeah, it'd be nice if they went with your idea, but it's not your idea anymore. They get to make their own thing. I know, but I think the point is that in public, it was like, oh, we're going to honor these stories. And then they just blatantly didn't. I honestly don't mind the direction they're going in. Like, I'm not upset with the Disney movies. Really at all. I've I've liked both of them so far. Well, of the main trilogy, at least. Yeah. The others is, is different. Rogue One was great. Rogue One was great. Solo the only was, bad one was Solo. It wasn't bad. It was fine. No, it was bad. It was bad. I, I thought it was it fine. It was fine. No, Solo was bad, you guys. <laughs> Stop being corporate apologists. I'm not a corporate apologist. <laughs> that's I'm that's definitely a being apologist. It was fine. That's so... <laughs> I'm just kissing Mickey Mouse's ass right now. <laughs> Kiss it! I'm um, a racist! That's Mickey Mouse. That's what he sounds like. He sounds like a racist smoker. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> but like, you gotta couple it with he. It was the direction he went in, and all these fans are super upset about the the outcome. Again, I'm not one of those fans, but it's got to be disheartening to see. Do you think all those fans were not super upset about the new trilogy? Oh my gosh! Phantom, oh, I didn't the say one, that two, at and all. three. I do know some fans who, and I think this is ridiculous, have taken back the bad things said about the prequels. So I'm like, I wouldn't go that far. Um, well, but so there are now the real, like the real John Carries now just flip flopping the day away. <laughs> no, there, there's going to be on? mad. There's going to be upset fans no matter what direction anyone goes with anything. Even if the Disney did George Lucas' thing, people are going to be pissed about it anyway. But yeah. I don't feel bad, and I don't think you're going to convince me to feel bad for George Lucas. Yeah, well, I I'm, not saying you, I'm not saying you should feel bad for him. I'm just saying I personally do. I, That'd be upsetting. I get that. Um, to sort of echo what Mike, Chad Mike had said, like there are always going to be people who are upset no matter what. Like it, it, whenever you reboot a show or uh, sell your movie studio uh, and your movies, uh, like any 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 time when there's a big switch like this, people are going to be upset especially the diehard fans. But at the end of the day, the new mo- if the new movies are basically, though they are a continuation of the original, also, in a sense, completely separate. Like, in a, in, not in a thematic or, like, a story sense, but, like, one was made... You can, you can ignore the others if you want to. Yeah, you really can. Yeah. Um, and it, one was done you know, by George, one group was done by George Lucas and his team. And then the next is done by Disney. And I love a lot of the stuff Disney makes, but at the end, at the same time, I'm like, I kind of think they're too powerful. And now they have Marvel and Star Wars and Fox. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Each one of those is just another infinity stone in the gauntlet. That's all. Yeah, (laughs) truly, truly. Like y'all are scared. And Pixar. We're all scared of Trump. You know who the real monster is? Disney. I bet Disney owns Trump. And the uh, <laughs> <Andy> and I, right? <laughs> Trump is the reality stone. He can bend reality <laughs> to be whatever he wants and dreams uh, it to be. I don't I just um I don't know. I feel like there's more for me to feel sad and sorry about in this world. Uh I just don't feel No, there's nothing more tragic than a billionaire <laughs> losing his movie franchise. I just don't uh he didn't lose it though. He, no, he did lose. He doesn't have control over it. He did lose it. No, he no, sold it. He, he sold gave it, it away. <laughs> he sold it. Okay, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, he didn't lose anything. Um so I just He doesn't have it anymore is the point. Well, Sounds but, like he shouldn't have sold it then if he's upset. But, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have it anymore, but that was his he he chose that. That's like I, I don't know. I just can't feel any sadness for him. Right. I just so, I just can't. I think our points have been made. Let's move on to how we feel about the Disney trilogy. So far, at least, because Rise of Skywalker has not come out yet. I think they're the best of the movies. Uh, You say you do think they're the best of the movies? Yep. I think Force Awakens and Last Jedi are the best Star Wars movies. I really... I have not heard this take before. I'm very curious. Why? Well, I part of it is I never grew up with the other ones, so I didn't really have an affinity for the other ones. I'd seen them all at once time when I was little, but that was it. And then I saw mm-hmm. the very first time that I fell in love with Star Wars. Not fell in love. I learned and loved and appreciated Star Wars was when I saw Force Awakens at Navy Pier and IMAX on the opening night. 
and you just like the da 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 da. I was like, oh, I totally get it, and then I love the movie from there on out. So like that was what made me fall in love with the Star Wars franchise, and um, quite honestly, obviously, they're forty years later, they're much better movies, much better made movies, much better storylines, uh, much better acting in them. Holy shit! Yeah, they're the best I, Star Wars movies. Cooler I, action. Have you gone back? Sorry, I don't need to keep interrupting you, but have you gone back and watched? The lightsaber battles in the original Star Wars movies, they're so lame. They are <laughs> so lame and stupid and boring. And but somebody for the time, at- they were amazing. So we sure. have to take that into account. Not, sure. I'm not trying to change your mind at all, though. Because I, I also agree with you. <laughs> but somebody updated the for. Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fight. And they're like, they use a bunch of like deep fakes and like recreated it somehow and made it more modern yeah. so that it would be cooler. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, if that's what I saw when I watched the original trilogy, I might have thought those were the best movies because those are super cool. Oh, your no. link fell off Link-o. your microphone. Uh, no, but the, the new ones are obviously the, the best ones. Cool fight choreography, good story, good message, great characters, great acting, good direction. Also, see, that's where I, I'm going to disagree with the characters. I think the characters in the original trilogy are the best. Hands down, I think they're the best. They're all still the same fucking characters 40 years later. <laughs> We're still talking about Luke Skywalker. Okay, but the fact that and Leia, Luke Skywalker and has definitely Ford. changed. He was way different in Last Jedi than he was in the original trilogy. He was fat. I mean, yes. he's not going ch- to change in the three movies he's already in because those movies already exist. Like, I don't think that's... I don't, I don't understand that. <laughs> this is like saying, well, in 40 years, Rey's still the same character she was in 7, 8, and 9. It's so boring. I'm sure she'll be fatter, just like everyone else got. <laughs> That's what happens when you get older. Yep. Um, so I, I think I'm the opposite, just because I grew up seeing four, five, and six with my dad. We watched them over and over again. I went to go see one, two, and three in theaters. I got to see actually three like the weekend before it came out. And that was like, this really cool moment for me. Um, but I, I, I like the storyline in four, five, and six more. I think it's more coherent than the other trilogies, like as a trilogy as a whole. Uh, I know the lightsaber battles technically aren't as uh, intense as they are in the later movies, including the prequel series, but I think that there's more emotion in them. Like, when there's Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader and the Emperor, there's that tension of Luke, you know Luke and Darth Vader are blood-related, father and son, and there's that Spoilers. conflict with the Emperor in the room, the Emperor trying to convince him to swim over that one battle. You don't have things like that in literally any other Star Wars movies. We're not done with this Star Wars trilogy yet. There might be something like that. But we had already had moments like that in uh, Empire Strikes Back. So already had moments like that in New Hope. the same exact movie? That's not what I said at all. That's exactly was... what you said. That's <laughs> not at all what I said. I said by the fourth movie we had like lightsaber battles that had real character motivation and... Like there was, there's was a ten, there's an intensity between the characters as opposed to an intensity in the emotions they're feeling, as opposed to intensity and just like fast paced and you know whatever special effects can do. That was present in four, five, and six. You're right. We haven't seen episode nine yet. I do have some concerns about episode nine, but that's another. You always have we'll, concerns we'll about that. everything that's going to be great, and then you're always wrong afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Remember when you said you were concerned God of War wasn't going to be good and it was going to be padded and fluffed? And there's yeah, yeah. And, I was also was concerned about Toy Story four, and that was the weakest Toy Story movie. And I feel but it was like still they, amazing. They make it. It was still amazing. It was. It was the when I look back at it, it was good. 
Here's what I wouldn't we're say do. it was amazing. Kind of funny is doing Star Wars in review, where they watch a Star Wars movie every single week leading up to the release of the other Star Wars. I'm going to come back at the end of that because I'm going to follow along with it, and then I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> so you're going to take someone else's opinion, not your own. No, but I will have watched all the movies from then because right now it's oh, like okay. it's been forever since I've seen all those movies. But I will have watched all those movies with a fresh perspective and with mm-hmm. the lens of trying to figure out why you're wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> what a great lens to go in with it. It's a classic yep. lens. Yep. I classic also game. think that the newer movies are better. Uh, I, I like them more from a uh, feminist perspective. Uh, we've got uh, a strong female lead. Although, you, you know what? I, I take back the word strong female lead because you don't say a strong male lead. We have a woman as a lead uh, in a previously and somewhat still very male dominated um, environment and I like it uh, and uh, for that reason alone and that's not the only reason that I like it but like if I thought <laughs> <laughs> for that reason alone but that's also not the only reason <laughs> yeah, I feel like as I said that I was like, no, no that's not what I mean what I mean to say um, if there was nothing else in the movies that I liked but I like but I didn't think they were shit because one two and three like I would still, for that very reason, like it more. And that might be frowned upon by some people, but then I would call you sexist. Okay. Um, if you hated Wonder Woman, you're a racist. No. <laughs> 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 I um, I like Star Wars. I grew up watching Star Wars as well. Uh, and I don't, me saying that I like these newer ones more is not at all to say that I don't like the original three. I really do. Uh, I just... I. Um, I know where you're coming from when you're talking about the the intensity of the of the fight scene, or just of the not not just the fight scenes, but the relationships of the characters between Darth Vader, the Emperor, and and Luke. I know exactly what you mean, and um, I don't think that we've cu- we've had something in the newer three quite quite what that was. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think, from my perspective, that that's enough for me to like the original three better because I do think that there has been a lot of good uh, tension and relationships like that between other characters in the other movies. Uh, Like the one like with Han and um, the hot guy with the nose, the main villain. (laughs) (laughs) Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. (laughs) Thank you. With that, and then you've got the you've got the tension between Kylo Ren and Ray, and then there's this whole like Ray and who are her parents, and it, 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 kind of like I was saying, they're completely different movies, even though they're also in the same vein. You know what I mean? Um, but also, I just think that the girl who plays Ray, I just think she's I don't know, she does really oh, good God. face acting. Daisy and, Ridley. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. I just, I just want to marry great. her and ravage her for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, she's, yeah, she is also very beautiful. Oh, she she's is, beautiful. She is, I think, an incredible actress. I think that she plays that role so honestly and so raw. And I think that in the scenes that I've seen of, of her with and against Kylo Ren and the current emperor, I guess, in the second one that came out, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was a real piece. 
of badass feminist art. And I love it. I just love it. Um, and so that's not for me to say, like, I'm not saying you're wrong in, in liking the original three. I definitely see all your points and agree with them. Um, but for various reasons, which I have just stated, I think the, the current trilogy in quotes, uh, is my favorite. That is subject to change with nine. I don't know much about nine yet. So we'll see. Yeah, I definitely would give it to you that the, the relationship between Kylo Ren and Rey is interesting. Um, we haven't really seen the fruits of what that's going to culminate into quite yet. Right. Um, but it is like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm interested to see kind of where that goes because they clearly have a bond. Will that make one sway from one side to the other? Who knows? There's some interesting stuff there. Um, I just feel like when you get to some of the more side characters like Poe Dameron, mm. who, who, who is Poe Dameron? He's Oscar Isaacs and that's, that's his character. One He's singular Oscar Isaacs. Isaac. He's BB-8. Oh, Isaac? Okay. He's BB-8's less daddy. dynamic of a character then. <laughs> oh, he's a badass I pilot. This, I think Finn had this potential mm. to to be something cool with, like, he's a defected stormtrooper. Um, but I just feel like they didn't really do anything with that. Um, I, I don't know. I think that, and again, the trilogy's not done yet. They might have something done by the end of the trilogy, but we already had things in 4, 5, and 6 for each character to evolve and change over you know each movie so i mean again we'll see by the end of the trilogy but i still think that the original is i don't know it's one of those things that the original is, blah, original is always the best in a lot of ways because it started things off um again i also watched them first when i was like a little kid so like it speaks to me more yeah and and you have um different um sentiment attached to exactly to it yeah. than what you do to the others and that makes yeah, yeah, that makes and those are great. The, the storytelling in the original three was fantastic. Um, yeah, and told from by different people. So it's um, mm-hmm. for me as as a, I am not a diehard fan. It's not as mm-hmm. difficult for me to be able to see and appreciate those six. Let's just ignore. The, the the three in the first like the second coming of it from, from- <laughs> I, actually, I see the prequels I have a soft spot for as well I know they're not as good I know the characters and the dialogue and the special effects are really don't hold up that well I mean like Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan are interesting characters but yeah. they were like already in Star Wars so that doesn't really count for me um but I, I do think that Revenge of the Sith was a cool movie. I liked Phantom Menace. Um, Revenge of Attack of the Clones is... Uh, um, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but um, I don't know. So I think... So if anyone knows, I've talked about Red Letter Media reviews before. They did these three reviews of the prequel movies that just absolutely destroy them and show why they're garbage movies. And I grew so much of those movies, but I still have a soft spot for them because I like the pod race scene. I thought the pod race scene was awesome. I don't care if it's faulty storytelling logic to get there. It was awesome. That poor little boy back. that played Anakin got ridiculed so badly, he quit acting. Did he really? I yeah. mean, <laughs> good. <laughs> Glad he didn't continue. He's oh, no Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That was the same year. Sixth Sense and Phantom Menace. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he Man, was that, the shitty was Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment really did age like a fine wine in his acting. <laughs> <laughs> he 
<laughs> he is just ridiculous. He was on something else recently, too. I don't remember what Wait, it was. Wait, he still acts? Even... Oh, oh, he was yeah. in The Spoils of Babylon. He spoils was in of The Spoils Babylon. Before Dying. Oh, what else was what he else has he I been in? He was in... I saw him in a comedy recently. Everything he does now is comedy. Yeah, he's fat now. That's just that's the thing. But is it sunny in Philadelphia? that's not fat shame. It's okay. I don't know if he's just fatter now. That's I'm fat. I'm <laughs> probably fatter than him. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, he was in the boys. Care. The boys on that. Yes. Yep. Uh, did you, what'd you think? I want to see that. I heard that was funny. I enjoyed what? it. What did you oh, think I of it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I really liked it too. I, I thought the original Boys trilogy was much better, but the new one I thought <laughs> lived up. Hold on, you suck so bad. <laughs> uh, you doofus. Oh god. No, I um, it's easier for me, I think, as a enjoyer of the movies, but not a diehard fan, to see the and appreciate uh, each as, as a as a whole and as separate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just I think I have a unique view in that I'm not as attached, so it's it's just easier mm-hmm. for me to appreciate it all, excluding one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know there is something to be said about a really bad movie. Oh, I love bad movies. I do too, but just not that. Hate them. I have <laughs> I no like tolerance for movies. them. I like bad movies that know they're bad movies. <laughs> no, I don't even like that. Get out of my eyes. He does. He hates us. <laughs> yep. Oh. Zero get out of my eyes, get stuff. into my heart. <laughs> I just can't imagine watching The Room and not loving it because it's so terrible. It's so bad. Nope. I have not nope, seen nope, that. Nope, nope, Oh, The Room is classic garbage. It's terrible. There's a show now on HBO that's a, uh, with the Franco. No, the, Fra- the Franco boy. Oh, um, the Deuce. The Deuce. That's like a like a continuation of it or something. No, completely Prequel? unrelated. But James Franco was in the movie that was like a follow up to that. What's that movie? No, it wasn't. Okay, no. So, all right, the Disaster Artist was a movie that about one. the making of the room. That's what I was it's thinking. It's not a follow up. It's not a sequel or anything. That's I what know. I was thinking. I'm not gonna of. see it anyway. <laughs> disaster Artist was really good. Yeah, but you have to see the room to appreciate the disaster artist. You don't have to see the room to appreciate it. You do. That's what I heard from literally everyone who reviewed it. This is so much fun. And I don't trust you in your movie stuff because I watched two and a half or one and a half seasons of Mr. Robot. (laughs) And two and a half men. (laughs) You said you're looking forward to the next episodes. I said that before I got to a few more episodes. (laughs) Speaking speaking of things, did you ever watch any more of Years and Years? No, it's on my up next, but I haven't it's, watched any more of it yet. It's a limited series, so there are literally only six episodes, and I loved it. You got to keep going. Yeah, but I'm balls deep in succession. And also, the I'm surprisingly like coming out of the the politician like on a good note. What is that? I only just saw an advertisement for that today. I think it just came out this week. Um, is it, it's but good? It's, it is, it is, I think you would really like it. I watched it 100% just because Ben Platt was in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I even watched the trailer and was like, that trailer looks dumb, but Ben <laughs> Platt's in it. And um, so I, I watched the first episode and was like, this isn't awful. It was, it's kind of like, the whole premise is there's a guy, Ben Platt, who wants to be president of the United States one day, but right now he's in high school and he's focusing on winning the student body president. <laughs> nice. But it's like, it's like House of Cards 
but on the high school presidential election kind of scale. It's yes. ridiculous at points. There's murder. There's jail. There's like all this kind of stuff going on. But it's it's also like hyper realistic, and they know that it's ridiculous as well. But then he also sings a couple times in the show, and you know Ben Platt's voice just melts my whole body. He's wonderful. I love him. He's so fucking good. Perfect. So I have to watch that tonight. Casey and I are watching the series finale of Preacher. Oh, shit. It just came out last night. I'm really excited. And we started American Gods. And he was with me on the first episode. (laughs) Yeah. But we are now... When that guy got sucked into that woman's vagina, I was like, what the fuck are we watching? apparently, (laughs) apparently they're all gods. I guess I hadn't picked up on that. Casey said, if somebody's on a screen and you don't know who they are, just assume they're a god. (laughs) So, like, it's it's all about... Their vagina eats people? That's a thing? That that was... um, I forget which goddess that was. I'll have to re- I'll have to ask Casey to tell me and then I'll text you about it. But it was I mean I mean no the first episode was ridiculous. Oh, Mike and I watched it and we we're like uh no. But <laughs> Casey and I have watched a few more episodes of it, and it's showing promise. <laughs> we got a few episodes in and it's showing promise. <laughs> Isn't the just- first season only like three episodes? No, I think it's like six or eight. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I haven't really looked to pay attention to it. But no, I'm actually enjoying it. Um, So that's just me. That's my update on TV I'm watching. (laughs) Nice. Two T's. I'm just curious. What episode did you stop on for Mr. Robot? (laughs) Oh, my God. Give it a rest. (laughs) No, I'm curious. I'm done. I'm done with it. it. I'm done. What episode did you stop on? I don't even fucking Which know. Because I think you're like an episode <laughs> away from the twist. It's like this is what season two's been about the entire time. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm done with it. Episode five. I, okay. I started episode five. You were one episode away. I'm okay. sure I was. <laughs> but I'm done right. with it. <laughs> that whole conversation. We spent like six minutes talking about other TV shows, and the whole time you were just waiting to bring up Mr. <laughs> Robot again. I was just curious. Ugh, I can't. I can't anymore. I gave it a so shot. You're done. It showed promise for like three episodes. And I, was like, I can't. Promise. It was showing promise. <laughs> I think you gave up at like the exact wrong moment, but okay. I'll let, I'll stop at this point. I am yeah. curious to just know why. Like, what are your thoughts on the show then? What do you hate so much about it? <laughs> Everything else that I've said before is just... His character is so stupid. The way he talks is so stupid. His voice is so stupid. <laughs> I no, I just I'm not interested in anything that they're talking about. I don't care about following any of the storylines. Uh, I don't find anything they're doing particularly clever. And I understand that if I watch three more episodes, I might lose my mind at how great it is. You mean but the characters or the writing is not doing anything clever? Both. So I, okay. I, I, but I don't care. I feel like. Yeah, you can take a knife and stab yourself in the face 16 times, but on the 17th time, you bleed blue. Isn't that crazy? Ooh, yeah, I don't that's care a 17 blind study. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care because my face has already been stabbed 16 times at that point. And, I'm just like, and you're probably bleeding out. So you're whatever dead. you're showing me, I don't care about. 
Wait, is and that because I don't care about he stabbed it? himself 17 no, times? No, I just made that up right now. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounds ludicrous. <laughs> and then because I don't care about it, I haven't been paying as much attention to it. So even if the twist does reveal itself, it likely won't even have the impact it's supposed to have on me because I haven't been following it as closely as I should have because it just doesn't interest me. Okay. And that's it. Holden, we should kidnap him, lock him in a cage, do the thing where you hold the eyes open. That's a zero <laughs> blind study. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, I haven't seen any of the of anything other than whatever episodes you and I watched. We watched years half ago. Of one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's all I've seen. Ooh, shall we jump on over? Let's jump on over. Jump on over, baby. Jump on to the other side. Jump on to the other side. All right, we've got oh. another round of hypotheticals with parentheticals it was so fun the first time and jesse didn't want to come up with a topic so she said let's do this again i was like cool i'm finding some illness and i've had friends in town (laughs) (laughs) life is so hard and yeah life sucks (laughs) so hypotheticals with parentheticals if you missed the first one on episode 11 it is uh i have either come up with or scoured the internet for actually i think both of these i came up with or had previously heard before um, for a hypothetical situation, we discuss it, and then I add in little like, but also, what if this was a factor? What if this was a factor? And those are the parentheticals at the end. They're like, do you change your mind? How does it change? Are you ready? Ready, spaghetti. We have a, we have a short and a long. Which one do you want to start with? Um, Let's do the short one first. Short one first to open up the yeah. hole, and then the long one so it's more comfortable. You guys. <laughs> Let's just start with the short one first. <laughs> the short one. You have 25 words left to speak before you'll never be able to speak again. What do you do with them? 25 words? You can speak 25 more words before you can never speak again. What do you do with those words? Wow. I made wow. this one up Say what? I made this one up myself. This is tough. I'm so smart. <laughs> but I can still text, right? And like email. You can still text. You can still email. Do whatever you want. But you can only speak 25 more words. Uh, I'm just going to say, hey, guys, I'll be texting you from here on out. Can't say nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> What's your platform? Do you just say that into oblivion and no one hears you? Facebook, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can At that still point, like, it'd be easier it. just to type it out on Twitter or something like that. Like, text there my family members. In this case, saying it out loud doesn't even help at all. So it's kind of like, all right, I'll just say these 25 words for when I really need to say something important in a situation that I don't know yet. I think I would not use them immediately. Mm-hmm. I think I would just stop talking immediately. And, like, wait until I, like, give birth. Oh. And use those words at really important moments in my child's life. Oh, that's good. That's sweet. That's good. I think that's what I do. Like, on the day it's born, big lifetime moments. That's good. Like when you can finally tell your kid for the first, like you can speak it for the first and maybe last time, I love you. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, that like makes me get goosebumps right now thinking about it. Starting to get out of my throat, frog. 
My answer sucks. Yeah, your answer <laughs> fucking sucks, dude. Rejecting you guys. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this on Facebook. That's I, I think I like I want to gather an audience of some kind. I want to make a big deal out of it. It is going to be a show. Maybe we pack the Chicago theater and I use it. And I have two ways it could go. I make a big deal, you know, with text and headlines on the news and things like that. Spread the word through Facebook, whatever it is. This guy, say, hey, Chad's using his last 25. <laughs> this man, you know, news, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed would report all like crazy on it. God, man has would. 25 more words before he can not, never speak again. Learn what he's going to say Thursday at the Chicago Theater. And then I can either use it to, like, do some kind of social good. Or I can just get up on stage and say, poopy, poopy, penis, penis, fart, fart, ass, 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 poopy, fart. And just do that for 25 words until I can no longer speak again. And become, like, the biggest meme for a week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. man uses last 25 words to gather a giant audience and just say poopy poopy penis fart <laughs> and then you could get so many internet followers and then get rich from that alone yeah and then you can just buy the words of other people just have yep. them say things for you <laughs> <laughs> or you could just Stephen hawking it from now on yeah yes and if the technology improves, you can't utilize that improved technology. You've got to keep it at the same technology right, it's level. It's got to be. Yeah. I have to make the same face, too. I don't lose any mobility in my body, but when I talk through the machine, I have to go, and a hand goes limp, and my face melts. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what Stephen Hawking looks like. Well, RIP. He's well, dead now, right? Yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. Was it you? We were on this podcast talking about somebody that died, and you're like, "What? No, we didn't." Oh no, it was the nine hundred two one zero guy. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. Because you made a joke about <laughs> him being dead, and I was like, yeah. "No, he is dead." <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. First parenthetical. You'll also never be able to write, sign, or otherwise communicate with modern language. Shit. Does that change what you use those words for? Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I said I would hold them off for important moments or situations, like circumstances. So I'd probably just still do the same thing. Just like, if I really need to say something that moment, say it in a single word if I can, and just savor them. Yeah, I think I would wait because you there's there are always ways of finding how to communicate in ways that aren't even like what we currently think of as modern, like monkeys do it. Birds do it. Bees do it. Evan educated fleas do it. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, I think that there are, there would be ways to find communication. There would be I ways. Would... I would, the first thing I would do is buy a hat that says can't talk on it. And that's two of my words. That way everyone understands, oh shit, he can't talk. Or maybe can't communicate. Can't, like, first of all, I don't, so, I have to tell people that I can't communicate with them so that they're not pissed at me for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's a good point. And so I think a hat with just two words on it 
Mm, no, what I would do would one word and make it communicationless. Incommunicado. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good one. Because then there you, you still have twenty-four words. As opposed then you got to 23. twenty-four words. What do you do with so, those twenty-four words? Here's here's a question for this hypothetical. Mm-hmm. You know how like you know it's a few hours in the day you haven't said anything yet. And so you kind of say your first thing, it's like, uh, 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 and then you have to like catch up and then you can say it. Have you ever happened to you before? Mm. Just, so, you can get, so like, maybe. would that count you uh, failing? Would that count as one word used? Maybe yeah. just wet your whistle and clear your throat before you say a word. Yeah. I mean, if you know you have 25 <laughs> words to say, you've got to be really intentional about how you say them. <laughs> you don't just willy nilly say it in the middle of clearing your throat. I answered your question. I'm just saying you don't even realize. You just like say it and they're like, oh shit. It I think. Like, but the question was answered. It counts. Yeah, so. it counts. When you say those words, you're going to realize everything about the moment you're saying them. They're very purposeful. <laughs> I love it. Now, I would still, I would still wait. I think. I would perhaps make a hat or a shirt or something that says communicationless, can't communicate, whatever. And then save the rest. Because I just feel like... I think I would want to just use them on, like, my kid. Yeah. 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 That's a perfect segue to our next parenthetical. You only have one year. Ah. After which you cannot communicate at all. No talking, no texting, no speaking. So like we still have to use the twenty five words. You have you have twenty five words or one year, whichever comes first. Oh, so I could still just hold off. As long as you have a kid in the next year. Oh wait, no. So you're gonna die in a year. That's oh, the thing. You don't oh, die oh. in a year. You just lose your words in a year. Oh. If you haven't used them, they're gone. Oh. Got it. I thought you were saying. I. I thought you were. Got you. Got you. Yes. So now you have to think about, in my current situation, how do I use these words? I don't think that would change anything for me because I'd still be saving them for an important moment. And then I get to be like, oh, year's up. Um, peace out, guys. Now I officially can't say anything else. Like, I don't know. I just <laughs> So you assume you would wait till the end of the year and be like, well, that fucking sucks. That's how I play video Not- games. I get like resources like, oh, my God, I have all these rare things. I'm never going to use them because I'm going to need them one day. And then you get to the final boss battle. I'm like, fuck, I should have used all these throughout the game. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, that's pretty much exactly it. <laughs> I think I would. That's tough. Gather, I, would, like, I think my I would family. And my fella, my best friends. I think I would, everyone I care about, I would, on their birthday, give them a word or two. And just make it really meaningful and personal. And just, like, write it on a poster <laughs> or say it to them. Whatever I think would be. A single word that is impactful and meaningful. Yep. And <laughs> whatever that means to those That's people. That's a tall order. Yeah. Think- tall order. Ultimately, I think I'd save three words for the last minute so that I could say I love you to my boyfriend one more time. And then somebody you don't could think make you a... could just say love you and that works. No, you got to you got to put the I in on it if it's the last time. But yeah. then but then somebody will make a movie out of it and it'll be great. 
Like You're right. the the last twenty five words, and then that's how the movie ends. With me saying, "I love you." Stake through the heart. <laughs> he kills you because you're a vampire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know what my words would be. That would require. That's why I didn't make this question. I didn't make the question, what would you say? What, I said, words, what would yeah. you do with the words? I would definitely gather all of the people that I love. Or no. I think. I think I, I feel would, like if uh, I gathered everyone together, I wouldn't be able to say any one thing that was meaningful enough to yeah. everyone. I would have to do it each person individually. Yeah. I think I would let everyone know that I can't, that I'm not going to be able to communicate anymore. Like in this, in this scenario, we also can't communicate at all once the 25 words are up. What's the 25 words? No writing, no American Sign Language. Once they're used? Once they're used. But like, oh, okay, but I'd say my words though? to the end and just communicate until the end in other ways. You're, you know, you're, so part of the first parenthetical is that your writing, sign language, all of that counts as your words as well. Okay. Oh. But to what point does sign language count? Like, does body language count? Like nodding your head, yes or no? That does not that count. Safe? Shrugging does okay. not count. Okay. Okay. It's so like, okay. All right. Gotcha. Like pointing to yourself, because then you could say, "When I love pointing you." Pointing to like, yourself ah. does count. Is that sign language for yep. me? Yeah. Okay. What if you do, like your middle finger instead? That's not the sign language. <laughs> that's that's, that's fuck else. me. <laughs> that's soliciting sex. <laughs> and that is illegal. Yep. <laughs> Depending on the state that you live in. That's tough. I'm going to add one more parenthetical to the end of this. Add it. Wait, wait, Holden, did you say what you would do? Oh, yeah, you would just wait till the very end and flounder. Well, I wouldn't wait till the very end. I would just, like, if I need to say something, I'll try to say as few as possible, but I'm going to savor the shit out of them, and then at the end I'll just say whatever the fuck I want mm. in the last few seconds. I think I'd save mine for important time moments in a year, like birthdays, anniversaries, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Does it? <laughs> I don't know if any of our things will... What? Sorry, I just got my stand goal. Nice. <laughs> Was your hand down by your side? <laughs> my hand down by my side. Yep. yep. Good job, Apple Watch. I've been sitting this. Sometimes when time. I'm playing video games and I'm like in the middle of a boss, I was like, "You time to stand up." I'll just like, "All right, I'm gonna one hand it while I just lay my left arm down by my side so it thinks I'm standing." <laughs> uh, last parenthetical. I don't know if this is gonna change anyone's answer, but you also at the very end, after it's said and done, either you reach the year or the twenty-five pieces of communication. You also lose the ability to comprehend others. So you no longer can understand other people talking to you or signing or writing. I would kill myself at that point. <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds worse than not being able to say anything. I would probably do a, a classic physician-assisted suicide. Yeah. I figure at that point it's but almost how the same you... as being in... It's, it's like not even a blissful coma. Like I was gonna say, it's like a blissful coma where you're still lucid, but you're not really. You but have no is, idea what's going on Im- around you. You're- this is impossible, sir. How could it be blissful? Like, what are you gonna do? You can't read a book. You can't do anything. Yeah. Because you can't understand anything anyone is saying to you. You, you can look at well pictures and dead. shapes and colors. You're just totally that isolated at that terrible. point, and then you go crazy cool. and lose your mind. 
So yeah. I'll watch some. I'll watch like a movie or a TV show and not know anything that's happening in it. But man, those moving images. You can go live on the no. street and scream and do heroin. You can't scream. I obviously can't well, that's scream. what I do anyway. You can that's scream my life as long anyway. As not worse. So. Mm, yeah, no, I think I would. Uh, oh, I think I'd just wait to use my 25 words at the end and just not communicate until then. Because it's like once you use the words, you no longer understand anything. Correct. Once you use the words or once you reach the year. Cool. I'd just wait until the end of the year to say the words. I'd just craft them over a year and who they were going to go to or whatever, and then say them. And then the last two words are kill me. (laughs) 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 What if you accidentally like stub your toe and like, Oh fuck. And like, damn it. That's three. And then no fuck. And then there's all 25 (laughs) of your words. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, that would suck so bad. All right, let's wrap up this thing with another one. We wanted to make it a short episode, but we talked way too long. Next <laughs> one. Buckle up. Jesse, I might have told you about this one, but obviously the parentheticals add a lot more to it. <clears throat> You're walking down the street listening to your favorite Hawaiian heavy metal band while trying to burn <laughs> off your second Chipotle burrito today. As you finish your chips and guac you took to go, You hold the plastic cup up to your mouth and give it a nice rim job to make sure you got every last squishy bit of avocado out. At that exact moment, you fail to notice a pigeon flying straight at you who proceeds to snatch your AirPod out of your right ear, pausing your Jolly Rock tunes. As you cry on the sidewalk into your... uh, As you cry on the sidewalk into your tiny plastic guac cup, you hear from deep in an alleyway, Psst! Hey, I have a deal for you! I can make your life better! You look and see a wizard standing only four and a half feet high and with the looks of Jude Law, but with the tall pointy hat that means he's unmistakably magical. As you saunter to said wizard, he explains, I have the power to make people more attractive. Your appearance won't physically change, but you'll be nonetheless more alluring to other people. I can make you 1% more attractive for just $50. You express doubt and cling to your greasy empty chip bag. And the wizard replies, As proof that I'm not lying, I'll give you the first one for free. At that moment, the wizard mutters a rare Old English word, and two things happen. One, someone with an earshot on the sidewalk inexplicably dies, completely by coincidence, and totally unrelated. That is a connection to the original. (laughs) That's what they call a callback. (laughs) Yes. Two... The next person who walks by the alley glances at you, smiles, and continues on. How much money would you give the wizard? I wouldn't give him any money, honestly. One percent, first of all, it's not huge. Second of all, it's this is totally cheesy, but like more about the inside than the outside. Like, my inside's not going to change. And I kind of feel like sometimes there's this... Well, sometimes there's this element of... You meet this person who's really, really attractive and all that, but they're just, like, completely vacant internally because they haven't had to be interesting because they're attractive. Not everyone who's attractive, but that's definitely something that I have seen before. How much much is it to get 1% more attractive? 
It's $50 to get 1% more attractive. And again, nothing physically changes about you. You just have this magnetism about you. And you saw he muttered this word and somebody turned their head and glanced and smiled at you. So at first I wanted I'm to say I conf- wouldn't do it. But then I realized that I wear makeup. And is that right. not similar? $50 worth of makeup to make somebody smile at you more. And that's that's $50 worth of makeup I don't have to put on. Right? Hmm. I'm confused by this. You're basically saying your aura is improved in a way. Basically, yeah. There's something okay. about you that people are attracted to. I was taking it at like physical attractiveness. Okay. Hmm. I still gotta say no. And here's why. I won't know if it's genuinely me that people are interested in or this bullshit aura that I've paid to increase. Hmm. Am I truly interesting, or is it just false? That's a good point. That's a good point. That is a good point. I think I would do the, uh, whatever amount of money I feel like I could part with that is, like, noticeable to me. Like, ooh, that kind of stings that I had to pay that much money. But also won't impact my ability to pay my bills that much. Like, I went to the doctor the, or the dentist the other day, and they're like, all right, we're going to have to give you some fillings. That'll be $100. And at the time, I was like, you know, I mean, it sucks that I have to pay $100, but it's not going to impact my ability to pay my bills this month. So whatever I feel like I could part with and be comfortable, but also not, like, chalk it up to a, oh, something died on my car, that same kind of expense. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe, like, two two fifty. Drop two fifty on this wizard in the alley and get five percent more attractive. I feel like. What is there to lose? I mean, he's he's obviously yeah, exactly. Jude Law, so. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, is he or has he just used his own power on himself? Like, I don't know. All I know is ten seconds ago I was rim jobbing a guacamole cup on the sidewalk. So my life is not. You super could great. use the extra five percent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. I think 250 sounds good. I think I would just to be, because I was curious about it, you know, yeah. like at the end yeah. of the day, it's 5%. It's not that huge. And I wear makeup anyway to make myself look more appealing to people. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Like, like, Keep I'm a feminist, but I pay two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> to get five percent more attractive. Um, yeah. <laughs> and again, it's not like scientifically proven. You just trust him based on the fact that someone smiled at you when he muttered that English word. So, one of the hypotheticals going to come up, come up is it's all bullshit. Would you still do it? <laughs> That's not one of the hypotheticals. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, to keep in mind, you got to buy new AirPods. You got at least one new AirPod, yeah, because that pigeon at took least it. one. Yeah. All right. First parenthetical. The wizard, instead of looking like Jude Law, looks like Steve Buscemi. Well, I wasn't sold before. So. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of feels even more legit, actually. You think? Yeah, because like a really handsome wizard, that seems fishy. <laughs> he was Dumbledore. <laughs> Jude Law was Dumbledore, and he was the most powerful wizard of all. 
Yeah, but that's Hollywood, baby. That's Disney. So, <laughs> here's here's the comparison for that. There's this like child's riddle of you have the hairdresser. One has really nice coif hair. The other hairdresser has ratty, ugly hair. They're the only two hairdressers in the neighborhood. Which one do you go to? Obviously, the one with the ratty hair because he had to have done the good hairdresser hair's hair. That is a horrible way to explain that, but does that make sense? People can cut their own hair. Eh, it's not easy. But people can do it. Not not a well-coiffed, like, super nice haircut. People cut their own well, hair. Well, you like, didn't tell me that. You didn't tell me that before I made my decision. <laughs> but that's not the hypothetical the we're talking it, about now. We're talking about Steve Buscemi. No, but the, the comparison is is that Steve Buscemi's unattractive, so he's giving this to other people. Do you think he's sapping his own beauty to give to other people? No, but like it's Jude Law is the good hairdresser. Uh, sorry, is the um is the bad hairdresser with the good hair, and Steve Buscemi is the good hairdresser with the bad hair. That's the point I'm making. That's a, a good lesson to teach people. But I know that if someone who looked like a crazy homeless person came up and offered me, "Hey, you want to look pretty?" Or Jude Law came up and asked me, "Hey, you want to look pretty?" I would be, I would not be as immediately repulsed by Jude Law, where Steve Buscemi would be like, "Don't talk to me." But wait a minute. It's called the attractive. Is this guy not dressed like a wizard? Now he's a homeless guy dressed as a wizard. (laughs) There's a true bias of assuming that because someone's attractive, they are more intelligent or competent. Yep. And it's not true. Yep. Well. So it should make a difference. He's got a pointy hat. That's the important factor. He is unmistakably magical. Also, like, in this hypothetical world, do wizards exist? Or is this hypothetical world this world? And I've just, I'm walking a woman by myself and this crazy four foot tall man has, has come up to me saying, I can make, hey baby, you want to be pretty? Like, <laughs> wizards, wizards don't quote unquote exist, but the demonstration at the end of the interaction here makes you question and suspend your disbelief. The fact that there's a dead person. I think I'd be scared, <laughs> actually. There's a dead person. Like, that was completely unrelated. I know, I know. That was just a callback. <laughs> um, but, like, what are the chances that the person looking at you could have just been coincidence? Right? That's what you got to deal with. This is hard. At this point, I would, if it was Steve Buscemi, I literally, I would walk away. I'd probably like, walk no away thanks. too. Well, if it was literally Steve Buscemi, probably not. But if it's just somebody but someone who looked like him, yeah, yeah, I'd probably walk away. We already know Holden would. Next parenthetical: What if it was only five dollars per one percent? He still looks like Steve Buscemi, but it's five dollars now instead of fifty. Is this a one-time deal? One-time deal. You can't get this deal ever again. Hmm. I don't know. Part of me wants to think I would give him as much as I would give any other homeless person. But I know which that's is nothing. none. Which is <laughs> yeah. nothing, exactly. Or I would let you give him a box of trash tacos. Yeah. That was an accident. <laughs> Mike put trash in my tacos and I didn't know it and I gave them to a homeless person. Oh, and you looked like such an asshole. I was like, you have no idea what you've done. <laughs> It's one of my favorite stories. It's just oh, scary. I feel so bad about it. That still haunts me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. At that know. point, I'd be like, 
Why is this so cheap? I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if I had any cash on me, whatever I had in cash, but I wouldn't do that either because I don't ever have cash. I, I don't know, maybe like fifteen bucks if he takes Apple Pay. Maybe I would do twenty five. Five percent. I'm just gonna stick to five percent. Five percent. That's twenty five bucks. Yeah. All right. Last parenthetical. Mm-hmm. Instead of more attractive, it makes you one percent happier without changing anything in your life. Oh shit! How much? That's totally different. Nothing in your life changes. Your circumstances, your appearance, what you're doing with your life, but you're one percent happier for First. every five dollars from B- Steve Buscemi. Shit. See, I would take that one because I think that would create a more natural magnetism and like, change your aura. If you are happier with the current life circumstances that you have, you probably want to, like, I don't know. Like, I have depression, so sometimes I'll just wake up in the, in the morning and just be like, fuck it, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do this day. I just don't want to do this day. Yeah. And, like, if there was an opportunity that that could change, I think I'd be more productive. I'd probably be better at, like, maintaining my diet and working out and all these other things that I know I have to do. I feel like that would radically <laughs> change my life. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give him 200 bucks. Like in my case, yeah, I'd fucking be like, here's everything in my bank account. <laughs> I'm so happy. I know it's going to come back at some point in the future. <laughs> that's interesting that you say that because my first thought is that's the equivalent of Prozac. It's not, it, though, because Prozac only you, brings you to the line of copacetic. Well, you feel It's also happier. numbing. It's awful. Exactly. Yeah, so you're, you're kind of numbed to it. So if you were unhappy at the time and then it made you less unhappy, then part of being unhappy is to make you realize that your circumstances and that your environment is not conducive to your happiness. So if that doesn't change, but you're more comfortable with it, are you really living a happier life? Well, or are it, you just becoming more, more, uh, accustomed and more okay with a less than perfect life? Okay. But the, but the, the issue like a depression is that you do have good things in your life and you yeah. can't depress. You can't you appreciate them. them. Yeah. You don't see them for the for the true positivity that it is. And I so if you kind of have, sure, go ahead. I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I mean the point was basically made. So you're totally good. Go ahead. Um, I was just saying, like, I wouldn't want to make myself absolutely happier and not unhappy ever, because a lot of what helps me in my depression is is noticing when I'm down, and it helps me really appreciate the moments when I'm not. I don't know. It yeah. just makes it. It just makes it better. Um, so I don't want to be happy all the time because that's also that's got to be really difficult to be around. And um, I just it would be nice to I don't know whatever the percentage is that would cure depression that that much. <laughs> just fill the thermometer with cash that much. Yeah. <laughs> I I find that like we're twelve more dollars from curing depression. <laughs> <laughs> I know right now in my current life, so much of my happiness or my mood in the day is tied to whether or not I exercise. And if I and that exercise is a it's a chain reaction. That means that I feel better about myself. That means that my body looks better, which means I also feel better mentally and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I know that if I didn't have the stimulus of being like. Sometimes when I'm like really down that day or I'm feeling tired or just under the weather or something like that, I'm like, I know the solution is let's go exercise. But if I don't have that stimulus telling me, hey, I'm feeling down today, then I don't think that I would go exercise. And then that would cause a chain reaction where 
I wouldn't be as fit as I want to be. I wouldn't be, I would be on a path to making myself unhealthy. And then that I think would ultimately make me less happy. That little bit of happiness that I gained would derail the rest of the happiness in my life. That's so interesting because that is yeah. literally the exact opposite of <laughs> like a lot of people's like depressions and stuff. That's so interesting. I had never, I'd never really thought of it from that. Cause that's just like not how my head operates. That's really cool. That's really cool. Well, but if you were 1% happier with how you looked or if you looked 1% better, would that also make you be like, feel like, Oh, I don't need to do this. I look great. I'm going to eat but this I, box of Pop-Tarts because I look great. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but none of these scenarios means I look better. It just means people are more attracted to me or I am happier with the current state of things. Mm. Interesting. I don't know. It's an interesting little thought-provoking hypothetical with parenthetical there. That's very thought-provoking and very interesting. Very, very, so very, at that very, point, very. I... I I don't think I would give any money to Steve Buscemi at that point. Oh, it's Steve Buscemi for the happy two? Yeah, Steve, it's <laughs> continuing on. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. I want for the you happy. with law. <laughs> uh, I'd give him some money for happy. I would. I'd probably give him more than um, than I would for the, the, the percentage better attractive. Yeah. Not a whole lot more, but more, I think. Yeah. Because then I would, there, you know, that would help a lot on the days where I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm not doing anything with my life. Why does anybody love me? What are you doing here? You're away from your family. They don't love you. You don't love you. You know, shit <laughs> like that. Yep. Know that. So I end up like crying in the bathroom to hide it. <laughs> to hide the like eating donuts in the cl- in the pantry. <laughs> Each tear is a donut. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all we got for hypotheticals with parentheticals. Oh, that's hot. Oh God! That reminds me of that song. Bark, bark, chicken, chicken, bark, bark, chicken head. Except more like a fish. Yes. Jesse's making some very attractive faces. Uh, Oh, oh, I'm not like <laughs> All right, that's all we've got, my friends. We're going to head up now, and we'll see you next week. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> Hearts and shirts. Shardy farts. <laughs>